Support for MindShift comes from Landmark College, offering a fully online graduate-level certificate in learning differences and neurodiversity programs. Visit landmark.edu slash certificate to learn more. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, MindShift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Ki Sung. And I'm Katrina Schwartz. And you're listening to MindShift, the podcast from KQED about the future of learning and what it means for our kids. In a moment, I'll introduce you to a high school English teacher who is struggling with a challenge pretty much every high school teacher deals with. How do you get your students to engage with those basic tools of good writing? Grammar, spelling, sentence structure. Mm, structure, that was one of the words I learned. But first, Jose. He's a junior at Morro Bay High School in San Luis Obispo County. Did you know how it was spelled before? No, I would spell the structure be S-T, two R's, a U, a K, and then an E and an R. That's how I used to spell it. He says his success in learning those basic tools comes from a brand new approach on the part of his teacher. The first revelation was learning that they can, that they're engaged more than a book on tape or even anything else in audio. Can you say your name for me just so, and how you want to be introduced? Michael Godsey, I'm an English teacher here at Morro Bay High School in California. The second one was the transcripts and that happened during um, the second season of Serial. Hold on. Serial the podcast? That's right. He's talking about the podcast and how a couple of years back, right at the start of the massive Serial podcast craze, he had a kind of eureka moment. And he gives credit where credit's due. Yeah, it was my wife. Shout out to the better half. Yeah, he's just that kind of guy. Gotsi says he wasn't really into Serial at that point, but his wife, who's an avid podcast listener, was totally hooked. She was listening to it and she said, you're married to me, you have to listen to this because I have to talk about this. And then he was hooked. I remember exactly where I was on the trail. I was hiking um, when she said, So either it's Jay or it's Adnan, but someone is lying. And I really wanted to figure out who. And I was like, yes, we have to find out who's lying. And then I brought it to my class for the same reason my wife brought it to me. I said, guys, I'm listening to the story. I need to talk about it with somebody. So let's do it. Morro Bay High School is located right next to the Pacific Ocean in a mostly white, middle-income neighborhood. But just under half its students are living at or below the poverty line. And many of them arrive at Mr. Gotti's classroom still working to acquire the basics, while other kids are working at the AP level. And this is where Michael Gotzi has done something really interesting. You heard him say he found he could engage the students with audio, how that was his first revelation. 
The second one was the transcripts, and that happened during the second season of Serial. I put them up on the screen and said, there they are, it's there if you want them, and I didn't expect them to care. In fact, it was the combination of the audio and the projected text that was Gotzi's breakthrough. Students were connecting on a gut level with the story they were hearing. Jose's classmate Allison is one of those students. Hearing a podcast is different from reading a book out loud or to yourself. You kind of read it and you like hear it in your mind, but as like your voice. It's cool to hear it from them like on a podcast because it's them and it's them uh, like with their emotions and stuff. Gotzi accidentally discovered another benefit to projecting the text on the board. He can watch his students' faces and see how engaged they are. He can see how they respond while absorbing the story's text, word choices, sentence structure, and spelling, such as the word Afghanistan. Here's Jose again. I thought it was a T in it, so I'd say Afghanistan with a T. It's always on the news, and I usually watch more Spanish news than I do American news. And so the way they pronounced it, it'd be like, like, for example, it'd be like, Oh, in Afghanistan, cayó una bomba, stuff like that. And so I'd get it how like, they pronounced it in Spanish, and instead of trying to correct myself in English, I'd just say, like, the Spanish way, you know? Reading the board and listening to a podcast, actually, I saw improvements in my pronunciation and words because reading the words on the board and listening to how it was pronounced actually helped me a lot. Spelling it, too, because since I would, like, usually when you just hear stuff and you try to, like, copy it down on a piece of paper, you just write it down as, like, you hear it. But since the words were on the board, like, I got my spelling done correctly. So it was really helpful. So Michael Gotzi started teaching with all kinds of podcasts, like Radio Lab. You're listening to Radio, Radio Lab. Lab. He started teaching his students how to analyze the stories, such as this episode of This American Life. Okay, you're a middle school teacher. Here's a situation that apparently happens all the time. A kid walks into your classroom wearing a hat. There's a rule. Hats are not allowed in school. You tell him to take it off. He does. Ten minutes later, you're teaching. You look at the kid. He's wearing the hat again. Again. So what they're going to try to do is convince you of something or do something. Are they successful in more than one way? That's your guys' job? Second one. Third one, you're just writing down what happens. And this is the most pertinent to our podcast, right? How do they start? How do they go from there? How do they build up? What are they, how are they using music? And you guys are probably the most important ones. So I put timestamps in the script. Can you see them in your script? And then parentheses. So it's like one minute mark, two minute mark. And then on that third page, if you could write down, this is where she's introducing something, this is where she's telling a story, this is the characterization part. Cool? Go. Ready to go? Yeah. All right. Okay, you're a middle school teacher. Here's a situation that apparently happens all the time. A kid walks into your classroom wearing a hat. There's a rule, hats are not allowed in school. You tell them to take it off. The kids still read books in English class. But if the students are now listening to all these podcasts, what have they stopped doing? The loss, of course, is opportunity cost of teaching a more classic bit of literature. And um, that is a sacrifice that I'm really aware of all the time. You're listening to the MindShift Podcast. Stay with us.
all over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. There's an ongoing debate among English teachers, and it has to do with a guy who's been dead for 400 years. To teach or not to teach Shakespeare? That's the question Michael Gotze grappled with when he saw how engaged students were with podcasts. In the end, Hamlet lost. Do you miss teaching Hamlet? I do. I do. It's probably my favorite story. I miss the talks that we had for that but I don't miss having to sell it to certain kids. So much decoding with Shakespeare. We spend so much time just trying to figure out what that line or what that act meant. And it's almost impossible for that to be a student-driven experience. So instead of parsing the 15th century Danish prince's feelings about his mother, Gotzi's students were examining the Asia Letters from Serial Season 1, which the show's producers made available online. In that episode, Woodlawn High School student Asia McLean came forth as an alibi of the convicted murderer Adnan Syed. Oh, they fully got into that. We re- did a close reading of her letter because there was what she said and then there was what she didn't say. The, the typical like literary analysis. But then they were also like into what her angle was and what her purpose was and what her relationship might have been in her head or something. They they went right there. They were like, oh, we know this kind of girl. Gotzi gets that teens have a radar for these kinds of things. They just noticed the call me if you want to and I'd love to help you if you could and here's my phone number and they were much more interested in the side notes and the PSs and the smiley faces more than they were uh, as an actual alibi that I was there at 2 p.m. It was funny how quickly they went right there. And that was what was special about the podcast, that they gave us the real letters. It wasn't just a, a story in a fictional way. You can look at the evidence and kind of see things, yeah. Gatsi says what makes learning with podcasts exciting is their newness. Podcasts don't come with study guides like SparkNotes. There are no resources. They have to listen to them on their own and to think about them on their own. And they find that exciting, but I think they also find it kind of startling that this isn't going to be the same thing that I taught last year. But I know throughout my life I've seen students use their notes from their older sister or older brother. And this is live. This is happening now. Michael Gotzi knew it was a bold move, canceling Hamlet and replacing it with Serial. He wrote on his blog about why podcasts work in English class, and then teachers around the country started reaching out to him. I'm hearing the same story probably once every two weeks. Somebody emailing and saying, oh my gosh, 
They're not reading anything. They're not engaged in anything. They don't care. They're failing. Gotzi and his wife Melissa, a curriculum designer, wrote up some lesson plans and posted them online. He started hearing from other teachers. The latest one, she was teaching a credit recovery class. So they were all, they had all failed English one time before, or summer school. And the kids themselves are like, whoa, this is cool. And to be honest, I don't exactly know what it is. I don't know if it's the subject matter or if it's the fact that they have somebody reading. Well, they're not reading. That's the thing. It's the voices that are in the story, but suddenly it clicks and they like it. The listening thing, I think, is a huge component. Uh, the nerd in me is going to say there's just so many studies that say they learn English in high school more through listening than they do reading. When they're kids, they decode words. Um, they ask their exact definitions. And as they grow older, as we grow older, we find the definitions and the meaning of words through how they're used in context. And they just naturally, I think, feel that. Back at Morro Bay High School, the kids are applying some of the skills they've learned to making their own podcasts. Hello, this is Isaac here with my boy Andrew, eight. So today we're going to be asking some students a question. Um, Andrew, would you care to explain what we're going to ask them? Sure. We're, we're essentially going to ask them, would they relive their high school life over and over again forever? Isaac and Frank are playing their group's podcast demo and pitching their idea in Mr. Gotzi's class. Our main idea is we are making a podcast seeing what uh, high school students would do if they knew they had to relive their high school career over and over and over and over again, like Groundhog Day. Then comes the feedback from their audience. Okay. Now you guys don't get to talk anymore. We don't even look at them. What do you think of their idea? What do you think? And more to the point, what can we do to make it more exciting? Look like, Dylan, you wanted seniors. Do you think they should go all seniors? Uh, no, I think... I like the teacher idea. That'd be... Isaac sits in Mr. Gotzi's chair. Frank writes down notes. I think that it would be interesting a little bit more, like, if they did do someone that was a freshman and then go all the way up to the teachers here. Just because, like, freshmen, they have, like, a fresh first... I guess it's because they're not seniors yet and kind of the only high school, like, experience that they think seniors are kind of, like, from what they see in, like, movies and stuff. And obviously people that are here. All right. We're coming back to you guys. You guys' response to anything that we said? Um, after, like, you know, hearing this today, we were thinking maybe we should, you know, start it off differently, like start off with other people talking instead of us introducing the topic and then going, then talking to people. But for, for example, me, like, immediately putting you in that situation kind of like how they did. Like, imagine, like, you're in this endless loop of high school. Yeah, just like, kind of having like a more creative... Kind of like getting them into the podcast a little bit. Or instead okay. of just introducing it. I think it could be great. I think it could be great. I think, I think I love the order of it being a thing. And then I like teachers and students. Teachers kind of do, by the way, live it over. Yeah. Just yeah. that That's the kind of thing that we may not like to talk about. But this whole groan of like, oh no, I have to do four more years. I've already done four years here at Morro Bay since I transferred here, like that's even, I've already done it. So whatever that four years you're groaning about, I've already done it. I'm going to do it again in the next four years. And because of that, I actually get to do what you're talking about. I get to change what I'm doing. I get to say, well, how did my last four years go? I'm going to redo it. It's a little different because you guys, it's your high school lives, but still. Okay. Thank you. And thank you, Michael Godsey and Allison, Jose, 
Isaac, and Frank at Morro Bay High School. Our editor is Jacob Conrad, and our audio specialist is Seth Samuel. Thanks also to Paul Lancour, Vinnie Tong, Julia McAvoy, Olivia Allen Price, Jim Bennett, and Ethan Lindsay at KQED. I'm Ki Sung, and you've been listening to the Mind Shift Podcast from KQED. And I'm Katrina Schwartz. If you enjoyed this episode, give us some feedback by rating us on your favorite podcast app so more people can find us. See you next time. I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.